The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody and welcome to the panel discussion. I am back doing the intro, and I didn't mess it up this time. Yay! Well, you just did. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Greg Knowlton, and as always, I am joined by my two faithful sidekicks at the table. This asshole. <laughs> I mean, hi, it's Mad Tots, everybody. How you doing? I am. I am here another week. I'm here another week. I practically live here, so I might as well just do the episodes. Um, I'm here. I'm here. It's a good time, and of course. Uh, course yeah i'm taylor swift <laughs> yeah yeah that's right i got a new album out i'm taylor swift what the fuck's going on <laughs> i got tom hiddleston here he's crammed up my pussy hole you want to say hi to him Christ. come on out tom hello how are you there i'll oh, get back up there how you guys doing we're doing good <laughs> good 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 how are you buddy better than tom hiddleston crammed in taylor swift's fucking pussy hole that's for sure <laughs> Fucking writing all of her new music for him, for her. Hot start. Hot start. I love it. That's what we do here at the panel discussion. Yeah, I'm Taylor Swift. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we are back. More comic book stuff. Comic-Con was last. Is it still running? It's just ended. It just ended. Yep. So we got some news to talk about in that regard. Actually, uh, shoot, while I mention it, Greg, you want to kick us off in that respect? Oh, shoot. Yeah, let's just make sure I don't step on any of your... Well, here, while you're, while you're looking that up really quick, I was over at the Eastern Hills Mall today. Okay. Now, if you're from the Buffalo, New York area, Western New York, so like if you're in the Western New York area, you know about the Eastern Hills Mall and how it's just like the ultimate dying mall where all the, like, the main stores are closing up and it's like, hey, check out what's in Tim's attic or hey, look what I found in my closet. I Actually, love that store. I love dude, watching your attic. You, <laughs> look at Guys, come siffle through my treasures, you fucking gypsy. There's cool stuff. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And like I found handwritten letters of John Gacy written to... Oh, God, who's that bitch? Uh, female Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Uh, Oprah. Uh, Oprah. And uh, uh, there were, like, letters back and forth. It was, like, 300 bucks, but shit, dude. The fact that it was, like, at the Eastern Hills Mall. Well, anyways, in the middle of, the, like, the Eastern Hills Mall, and the reason why we were there is because there's lens crafters there. Uh, my sister-in-law works there. Glasses, whatever. We're leaving, and there's, like, a little fuck-fuck kiosk with a bunch of, like, albums and some DVDs. And I don't mean, like... In like a bin, a DVD bin. I mean like out front dead center on display is a movie called Born to Die that I actually starred in. Uh, <laughs> this is 10 years ten years ago. Uh, a, local, a local guy, Jay Mager, he actually put like production into this. Right, right. And like there's nudity in it. Uh, like I, I have a sex scene uh, and I play a, a, a biker that's uh, that kills, uh, that's killed a few people. Honestly, the, the plot fu- is fucking beyond right now, dude. I, I haven't watched this thing. I played this for uh, I my my wife I want to say like the first couple months we were together like hey I was in a movie <laughs> check this out and it had like distribution and shit but the fact that like it's sitting out front at a kiosk with us a, uh, a little fucking uh, sticker on there that says two dollars it's like that that price seems a little steep man. <laughs> 
Uh, you could also because if you go on like, why don't you F- buy it? Fuck it could you buy it for us? There was no, the kiosk was closed. Oh. I would have. Uh, I'm sure I have a copy of it somewhere. So if you guys want to see me have fake sex, uh, then uh, and then I, I get brutally murdered with a baseball bat afterwards. Oh. So it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's not bad because you will recognize a few other people okay. in it. But uh, yeah, uh, but what a weird what a weird day, man. Well, Greg's been in a movie so, too. Yeah, yeah. That was also distributed. Nice, nice, nice. Well, the, here's the interesting thing. And was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Our network, the guy who runs our network, Chris Chavez, mm-hmm. um, they were both in that movie together like years ago before they even knew. Like, you guys were in the other. same movie that I was in? No. Were you extras? Because <laughs> I had like. You probably a, knew people in this movie, but we were. Probably. I, I was in the first five minutes and the last five minutes. Like they were setting up for a sequel, and thank God. <laughs> Man. What was the movie called, Greg? Uh, it changed like four times. I think the last one is like Beyond the Call of Duty. Undead. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So this is a fan film, huh? Yeah, it was zombies. It ah, was that's cool. That's, it was fun. It was a yeah, lot of fun. I dude, the movies the movies were cool when I was younger. I was in like Bites. I was in uh Slime City Massacre, uh, with Lloyd Kaufman's in that one. That has like distribution and stuff like that and Snow Shark and shit. But like Dude, movies are so. I was weak. gonna be an extra in So Shark just for fun. And really? I just I don't remember what happened that day. Dude, it's seriously <laughs> like making movies is so weak because it's like the hardest scene to film where it's like the blood, the guts, and everything like a bullet to the head where yeah. everything has to be so fucking perfect and it takes six hours to do and it's seriously ten seconds worth of your movie. Right, it's, right. It's and like yeah, those those days are over, man. That sh- I don't have I don't have, <laughs> you the, have time. the patience for it. I don't have the patience for that shit at all. I remember being like wet outside in the cold for like two or three hours, just yeah. soaked. We did the one of the shots where we did like the the line of condoms filled with blood down the guy's back, and you had to pull the fishing string oh, and yeah, have yeah, the blown yeah. up back. That's and a good was, gag. Yeah, that that was like so much setup, like you said, for literally like it was like five seconds. In, oh yeah, is it, dude? I. Uh, <laughs> If if you if I find this movie, well shit, if I go back to Eastern Hills Mall and pick this up for you guys, <laughs> you're gonna watch a scene where I get killed. It lasts about a minute and it seriously took from like eight PM till eight in the morning to Ugh. film. Oh god. Yeah. It was it was rough. Did you guy with my long, drawn out, boring story that give you time to pull up the uh, I got a ton of news here. Drop it on us, Daddy. Oh yeah. Uh big one first that I'm excited for is we got the first look at Hellstrom on Hulu. Um, Marvel is making a film or, or a TV show on Hulu about Hellstrom, who is kind of a less popular character, um, I think, in like mainstream Marvel. But he's one of those like supernatural sides. Yeah, he's literally like a, Mephisto, a son of Hell. Rider, he's a son of Mephisto. That sort of mythology. Normally a villain that turned antihero. Um, but the show looks interesting. I'm curious to see what they do. I I'm hoping that maybe this pulls some of those characters, uh, you know, back. Like we haven't seen Ghost Rider since he disappeared on uh, Agents of Shield, so right. it might be a way of bringing him back around. Um, at least the Robbie Reyes one. So so I think it's going to be kind of cool. I'm I'm interested to see that. There is a Mystery Science Theater 3000 revival. They're bringing the show back again. Yeah, that already happened, didn't it? Yeah, this is the third time now. They brought it back a few years ago. That last run wasn't that good. Yeah, and they're talking about doing it again now. Hmm. So it got some popularity. I know like two of them have a a podcast with uh, Adelina Godalgo on okay. uh, the uh, uh, the that last network on the left. I forgot what the name of the show is though. 
They've done but, some stuff, and I think they've done stuff with like Sci-Fi Wire or whatever it is. Okay. And, like, I mean, they're funny. Oh yeah. Just that last run wasn't wasn't as good as their uh, their previous yeah. stuff. Yeah. It'll be curious to or I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. Um, they do have like still have a cult following. I know they did like a live show a little while back, and I knew people who went to go see them. I so. would love to see that. It would be fun. I, yeah, absolutely. I feel like that'd be something great. Just at like the Riviera, even like I'd be all about it. Um. I'm gonna. I'm trying to rat, rattle through this because there's a lot. Yeah, man. Uh, but Mega Man live action film. Super Ooh. excited about that. I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, you always got to be careful with these video game movies. But honestly, the last I haven't seen Sonic yet. I've heard very good things yeah. about it. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed Detective Pikachu. Yes, me too. I did until like the the little like twist. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's all about it. It's a twisty twist. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like. I didn't like that part. Oh, uh, I really. thought it was. Yeah, it, it was cool to kind of mess myself in that world again. But um, video oh, game movies adorable. are video game movies are. They're like they're making an effort. Yeah, now they're and you need to decent for once. And it's good to see here, Mega Man. I hope they do it right. Yeah, I hope they do it right. I like for video game movies. I like the mix of live action with CGI, like like Detective Pikachu, like Me Sonic. Too. I don't think you can go. All one way, all the other. I think it has to be a, a, a good mix. And I since, think, go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say, hey man, since we're on uh, talking about video game movies, I'd actually like to bring up the James Wan reboot of Mortal Kombat. You know, that's actually yes. still in the works. Yes. Uh, it's supposedly very gruesome when it comes to its fatalities <sighs> approach. Uh, so the actor portraying Johnny Cage, Louis Tan, he told ComicBook.com that the upcoming film is taking uh, things very seriously in the gore department. Louis Tan got... I didn't know he got cast as Johnny oh, yeah, Cage. Man. He was up... He's amazing. If you haven't... like, He's a really good actor. He's actually a trained martial artist. Yeah. Um, he was on a show on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but he does all of his own stunts, and he's incredible. It's 2020. I feel like you could get Dolph Lundgren to play every one of these characters, <laughs> yeah, and why they didn't do that is beyond me. I mean, me. I'm fine with that, Dolph too. Lundgren as Raiden. Dolph Lundgren as would, Shao Kahn. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren Dolph as, as Yes, every one of them. Every one of them should have just been Dolph Lundgren. So here's what Louis Tan said. Uh, let me just say this. There were some days on set that I felt sick. I'm not kidding, Tan added. Uh, they did not... Dot, dot, dot. They did not hold back, Tan said about Mortal Kombat's approach to practical FX. Now, anytime when you hear an actor saying stuff like that, they're obviously full of shit. But that's still, like, like uh, I remember on set with uh, Jared Leto, that piece of shit, when everyone oh, yeah, was yeah. like, everyone like, hated him. Whoa. Jared, Jared Leto seriously walked up to everyone standing in line at catering, covered, opened up a carton of milk, poured it on himself, said, got milk. I had to pull him aside and said, Mr. Leto, you're scaring the rest of the guys. He kept sending people (laughs) rats. Like, Like, dude, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, hearing that little, uh, because I I know we haven't really heard much from the Mortal Kombat movie, uh, but then hearing... No, it's been teased a lot for, for a long time. And I thought, I know they did the the live action series. I think it was like Mortal Kombat Legacy. Legacy was good back in the it's early fun. 2010s. People I enjoyed said, it. Yeah, had a the movie. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see their their portrayal uh, and see what they can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have deep ties to the very first Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, lo- like love it, absolutely love it. That's my favorite uh, video game movie. Probably yeah, yeah I that's agree. fair. 19, the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I saw that in the theater five fucking times. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I grew it to it because this is where another, you fall down. This, dude, those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, oh, asshole. So good, loved it. And you know what? And the choreography was great. And yeah. And thank you, Uncle Pat. Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. So like, that, that's I, like they told me that. Like it was a cool thing to see. Like my parents were like, "Hey, your uncle, your great uncle, did this." That's incredible. and to see his name in the in the and how like his life, dude. He's got such a cool life. But to see that he had an impact as a video game movie like that, yeah, is like huge. Big part of pop culture that a lot of people don't realize, you know, between that TMNT, all the old Bruce Lee movie, like Enter the Dragon, he was in, like he did, he had a great, great legacy. Oh, um, but yeah. I love the set photos, seeing him, yeah, that's with, so like, cool, with Robin Show, awesome. Luke Kang, and 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 uh, he did a couple with the, all the ninja characters, the guy who played Shang Tsung, like he did all that. So I hold that movie in high regard, and maybe I'm a little biased, but if Micah says is it's the best video. It's, it's, in his opinion, one of the better video game movies. Oh, no doubt. Not that there's a whole lot of competition out there. It's but. definitely one of my favorites. I like I, it definitely. But I have also watched Street Fighter, the movie, probably oh. like 300 times, and that's not an exaggeration. So I love the Street Fighter movie, too, because <laughs> of uh, Raul Julia. Yes. Yes, it's Bison. Uh, Raul Julia is incredible, and he's so quotable in that. <laughs> the day M. Bison destroyed your village was the most devastating day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> I, li- I actually love that movie. I literally... Yeah, man. I watched it so... Uh, this is a true story. Every night when I went to bed, I watched it until my TV caught fire. This is a real thing that happened. Every night I watched it, and eventually my TV caught fire because I ran the tape so much. He thought he was watching like a Billy Joel music video. (laughs) The whole room just starts burning. I don't know. I don't remember this. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Joel didn't say anything about starting a fire in my room. But Billy Joel is a pedophile, so maybe he did start a fire in your room. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> The Walking Dead Season 10's final date is October 4th. So, uh, Is this going to be it? That's are we it. Do- are we done with it. Walking Dead? At least with this version of it. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's right, because there's that other there's shitty one. There's two of them. Yeah. Um, so this will be the final season of Walking Dead, uh, but then there's still the three Rick movies, too. So there's that. Pickle Rick. <laughs> Sorry, guys, listen. All right, this is the funniest thing ever. Turn himself into a pickle. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> fucking genius. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek announced a bunch of stuff. Dude, how about that cartoon? Animated show, Lower Deck, looks pretty great. Oh my god, with all the red shirts. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, but it's it's like you have to like they seriously have to go to like Seth Green and uh like Seth McFarlane being like, yo, Thank you so much. Yes. The Orville yeah. is the best Star Trek show right now. I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard that. <gasps> it's Amy so liked it. I, I thought it's it was pretty so funny. Good. Yeah. I watched it and was like, this is just Star Trek with more jokes. Yeah. Like, it feels like Star Trek. Like, Next Generation. Nice, nice. Um, and they also announced a... Now, I, I don't know how I feel about this, but I, I like that they're trying to expose more kids to it. Um, there's another animated Star Trek, a CG version... Um, that's going to be called Star Trek Prodigy on Nickelodeon. So I hope it's not bad. <laughs> that could be in the same vein as like Rebels. Star Trek yeah. could start doing this whole, uh, all these other universes, all yeah. these other stories. And they and should. There's a lot of good stories that you can is. you can explore. Um, you know, with that, add a lot more to the lore. Star Trek has a Star Trek has a pretty deep lore. It's you know, I think a lot of people gravitate towards Star Wars because I think it's more action heavy. Oh, because yeah. it's better. 
Oh, I think so yeah, too. Yeah, fuck. I think so too. But he can when really it comes help. when it comes down to the two, like oh, yeah, yeah, come on, one hundred percent. But Star Trek, there is a there's a diehard following to it yeah. that people like the classics. Star Trek is more like a cop show. Yes, like that's kind of where I put it. And Star Wars is an action movie. It, it, it is. It you know it has 100%. its own stuff, but like. But there is a Star Trek is the Law and Order that. Star Wars is the Highlander, I guess. Or it could be like, uh, you could be like, yo, this is uh, Grey's Anatomy, and then this one's like T.J. Hooker. <laughs> yes, there yeah. we go. TJ, you, you've been on a T.J. Hooker kick, but... Dude, I do love some T.J. Hooker, man. <laughs> since, since we're on a, hey, comes full circle, man. Captain, uh, Captain fucking Kirk there, there man. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we also got a, a final, another image we're finally going to get New Mutants, hopefully. We got another trailer from this, New Mutants. This fucking guy didn't listen to the episode last week. <laughs> I, hey, it's all been on here, so I'm going to go through it anyway. Um, season two of The Boys hasn't even come out yet. Season three has been renewed. You made fun of me in the first five minutes, so I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> why do I sound... What did you say? What did I? Why do I sound like... What? Why do I sound like Barney the Dinosaur? <laughs> I seriously <laughs> did. I, I didn't mean that. And then I'm like, am I just doing a Greg here? <laughs> I didn't know I sounded like that. My voice you is don't. not that you deep, don't. unfortunately. You, it, not even close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you're like fucking Morty. I know. Audrey, oh, Rick, that would make you my Rick. I hope you know that. I'm on my second beer. Yeah, come on. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch. There's, you know, we, we talked about it already. I know you guys did talk about this last week. Keanu Reeves is writing a comic book with Boom Studios. Oscar Isaac is doing a comic That's book. That's a, a berserker, right? Yeah. Yeah, that looks so fucking good. Um, Oscar Isaac is doing Head Wounds Sparrow um, for the production company Mad Gene. So there's a bunch of Interesting. stuff. And there was a bunch of new Star Wars books that came out. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. There was actually a kid's book that I'm buying for my son that I'm really happy about. Uh, so it was really cool to just... I've been flipping through a lot of the comic stuff. I'm super excited for Metal. And then after Metal, we are getting the... Oh, we're getting... Oh, my gosh. I can't... The Eternal Freeze, I believe it's called, is going to be the next story. Very cool. I really? I don't know if that's the name exactly, but it's something Freeze, so it's going to be all about, I think, the ice characters. And I, I'm, I'm hoping Mr. Freeze is to the front, but maybe some of the characters we don't know as well um, with the ice pack. So that could be really cool. Yeah, man. But that is all my Comic-Con news. Uh, news. Did you guys see the clip of the black Superman suit? Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. It. That actually. How do, you, how do you feel about that one, Matt? You kind of did a. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen an official image of it. I've seen the black Superman suit before. It's a clip. Yeah. I've seen the black suit in Justice League. I've seen the black Superman suit. Am I, am I off here? Am I? Yeah, you're imagining it. Because hey, it was man, supposed to be. Oh, it's supposed to be. Okay, so yeah. I've seen the rendering of it at least. Okay. But all right. All right, yeah, so Kevin Smith, major comic book dude, is uh, he can just finish up this schlocky slasher called Kilroy Was Here. It was supposed to come out this year, but now it's pushed back to sometime in 2021. The trailer for it is out, and uh, Chris Jericho is actually a character in that movie. <laughs> Is it separate from his his other like trilogy? Uh, it also I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I couldn't tell. Jason Mewes is in it. He plays the janitor. It looks it well, looks he hilarious. Was, he did Tusk, he did the and yoga then, uh, hosers, and then it was supposed to be like Vampire Moose, and then that got canceled uh, or something like that. I mean, I don't know if these are like related. Are they related? Th those three were supposed to be uh, Johnny Depp's like uh, detective character was in all three, and that's oh, why the third yeah, one yeah. got pushed off. 
I don't know if he's in this one or not, or if this is part of it. This one seemed really kind of over the top and wacky. Uh, Todd McFarlane promises a hard R for the for uh, the Spawn movie, which will never fucking come out. <laughs> he's still saying that. Now, this this is news because there's actually a documentary just came out called Like Hell I Won't. That's the name of the documentary about Todd McFarlane. Like hell I won't. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> What's the documentary called? Like, hell, I won't lock her up. Uh, but, like, Todd McFarlane, he still sa- he said in the documentary that Jamie Foxx is still very much on board to play as Spawn. Which I'm good with. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's pretty cool. But at, at, at this rate, Jamie Foxx is going to be in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we're wrong. probably going to want some sequels, so maybe go with a younger actor at this yeah. point. Uh, but, I mean, Jamie Foxx does have the star power, so... Wait a minute. Does Jamie Foxx still have star power? I think so. I think so, too. I, I think he can still go. The last time I saw Jamie Foxx in anything like action-wise were those was that Spider-Man movie. That wasn't I he in... Uh, I think he was the best part of that Spider-Man movie, too. To he was honest. a great Electro. That movie wasn't good. Yeah, and he was the best part of it. <laughs> what, did the Django, Django come Django. out after it? Django was before. Django was before. Was before. Yeah. What about... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think. It was like a... Western type movie. You're thinking of Django. No, it's something <laughs> else. It was something else. He had a couple different good actors in it. Uh, Hatefully, Hateful, he Hateful was not Eight. in. No, he's not in that. That was Sam Hateful Jackson. Eight. And then uh, he, it was Orlando. Magnificent nope. Seven. No, lost it. <laughs> nope, he was not in Magnificent Seven. Uh, what the the Magnificent Seven remake was? That was Denzel. There. Oh is. yeah. Was he in there? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Denzel was the main character. I Denzel did not for Spawn. Watch it. It's good. I Denzel it. for Spawn. I mean, I'm good with that too. Actually, <laughs> he had he he's been in more like can, hard R movies. Can we just mix up Spawn completely and make him like uh, an anxious little Jewish guy? Do you want Chris Gullo? Just like, <laughs> picture like like Woody Allen, like uh, oh, these chains they keep rattling. Uh, I I think if we get a new Leguizamo killed it as the Violator. Oh my fuck! Did he ever? But if there's anyone who can beat him, it's the easy choice: Devito. Cast Devito as the Violator. Mm. Why not, he right? looks like him. <laughs> he looks like him already. It would be so easy. And yeah, DeVito did actually, play the Penguin very good. Yeah. That actually would be really cool. That'd be really cool. I'm yeah. all for it. I'm for that. That's a good one. Uh, That's a good idea. Uh, prequel to The Witcher is in the works right now. Cool. Uh, Netflix just uh, announced that we're going to get more Witcher, so not just a season two, but a fucking prequel. Uh, there was a 15th anniversary panel of Constantine that had yes. the creator... Uh, Keanu Reeves and I want to say like one other one of the other co-stars and uh, what came out of that is that they uh, the sequel that didn't and I thought this was really cool the sequel that he wanted to make it was going to start with John Constantine walking into a morgue to identify a body and it just happened to be Jesus Christ Uh, (sighs) and also kind of wild Nicolas Cage was supposed to be John Constantine for the sequel instead of Keanu? No, no, no. Oh, just in, in general, yeah. The first choice was Ooh. Nick Cage. Now, if you look back on that, so that's uh, Nick Cage was supposed to play Superman. Yep. Nick Cage was supposed to play the Green Goblin. Nick Cage was supposed to play John Constantine. And he was, of course, the Ghost Rider. Dude, 
I feel like oh, Andy was in Kick Ass. He was. He was great in Kick Ass. He was Big phenomenal Daddy. in Kick Ass. So, dude, that's like one of those Nick Cage. He uh, <laughs> hear me <laughs> that's out. It's kind of wild. Hear me out. I like Nicolas Cage. I don't hate him either. I especially there, right wait, now. Did you did you mention the Superman? Did you ever see that when he used yeah. to be Superman? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Hear me out. So one of the things going on right now is Giancarlo Esposito is being talked about play Doom. You might have talked about this last episode, but we did not. I love Doom. So um, I love Giancarlo Esposito. I think he's an incredible actor. I don't think he has the physicality for Doctor Doom. I think Doom needs to be a younger guy that has longevity of Loki. Um, and I was thinking of him being. Norman Osborn. But then you were just talking and I was like, man, what if we got Nick Cage as Norman Osborn? <laughs> One could only hope. I think Nick Cage I would should be, be cool Nick Cage should be Doom. Uh, no. <laughs> Get out of here. Yes. I don't know who I <laughs> No, I think Nick Cage's Doom would be great. Having his voice in that mask <laughs> and trying to know be eloquent. Gonna... Dude, it would be I, I think it would work. Uh Doom is so eloquent <laughs> like Cage. <laughs> Fear, doom. <laughs> I want to take off Mr. Fantastic's face so and put it that's on my really face. That's my that's my favorite Nick Cage movie. Fucking Doctor Doom is out still in the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> face Off is probably my favorite Nick Cage and John Travolta movie, honestly. It is very good, and people shit on it because it's John, it's John, it's John, John Travolta and Nick Cage. But like, dude, that movie was great. That uh, movie's great, and so is um, so is Con Air. And people are like, ah, no, it's so good. Get out of here. Con anyway. Air is awesome. Uh, <laughs> for the the my horror fans out there, and uh, if you're an, a fan of Enter the Dragon, rest in peace, John Saxon, yep. who played Nancy's father in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, and then real quick. Guys, uh, I guess it's that little segment we're going to do where I uh, give you a little recommendation of the week. Yes. Go on Shudder or Amazon Prime and watch After Midnight. After Midnight came out uh, earlier this year. It uh, stars some people I've never seen before, but it also has Henry Zabrowski, who's one of my favorite comedians and my favorite podcaster. He's the last podcast on the left. Uh, It is a horror movie. It's... But there's also a really good story involved with it, and the horror elements are almost on the back burner. And then, since we're going off of Henry Zabrowski, go on Hulu and watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. It's an adult swim show. It's live action. Episodes are about 12 minutes each, and they are fucking hilarious. That's all I got, boys. Very good. Very good. All right. Is that it for Greg? Is there any more news on your end? Uh, I have no more news. I've been watching Cursed on Netflix, and the only reason I mention it is it was a book, but also a um, it had it was like an illustrate. I forget how they pronounced it, but it had a bunch of illustrated pages in it done by Frank Miller, um, and it is the story of King Arthur, but from the viewpoint of the Lady in the Lake, uh, Nimue, and it's really cool. It twists a lot of the main characters. That's awesome. It's it's a little cheesy, but I love it. It's, I've had a ton of fun with it. It feels like a darker, like Kevin Zorbo Hercules, and I'm having. I, I really like it. <laughs> I said the same thing about The Witcher. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. <laughs> how fucking drunk was I last week when I wrote that on the board? <laughs> when I said, "Clean up your shit, or I'll fuck your mother." I, uh, but like. Your is the wrong your. Your. That's really bothering me. From Alabama now? 
Your no 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 not the Y E R the your uh, <laughs> oh clean yeah. up your uh, shit <sighs> fuck you are clean up you are shit <laughs> great now I'm the now I'm I'm that guy now it's damn. okay. No, it's okay. F- it happens to the best of us. All right, all right. I'm gonna erase that eventually. Right. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. All right. So we got some comic books to read, as we always do. Uh, I'll start off this week. I'll start off this week. So uh, last week, I I tried to promise uh, Micah that I would find all the Wolverine and Venom combination uh, team up books that were yeah, spread man. out so far, and I legit could not find those books online. So I you let me down. You let our fans down, but most of all, you let yourself down, Matt Johnson. You're right, I did. I I feel ashamed. I wake up and feel ashamed every single day. You should. Every single day. Uh, Yeah, maybe you should listen to my new album. I'm Taylor Swift. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you how men are shit. I will never be able to, like, look at her anymore. I'm just going to hear that voice. Listen, all right. I tweeted her on my 22nd birthday because I just wanted some love because she, you know, nobody likes you when you're 22 or whatever the hell the song was. That is not the lyric. Whatever it is. <laughs> Something about being 22. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. I'm feeling I was 22. Probably, I'm feeling 22, whatever the fuck it was. Um, you just made me swear. Anyways. <laughs> Woo! Anyways, she didn't tweet me back, so I don't like her. There was probably like 106 people after that song came out. Guess what, Taylor Swift? I'm 22. Tweet me. Only, it was my birthday. Only 106, though. Oh, 106. That <laughs> no, was it. Um, so, so yeah. So I went. I've been on this big video game kick lately. I don't know why, but I like finding video game based comic books. And uh, we talked a little bit about. We already mentioned his movie not too long ago. Um, at, well, at the top of this episode, but Sonic. With a very classic, actually the very original Sonic the Hedgehog comic book from July of 1993. Interesting. It's very cool. Yeah. I like it. it's, it's cutesy. It actually ran... Um, cutesy. V- it's very cutesy. Because uh, last week, Michael read a cutesy book that he didn't like very much. Hated it. This week, I read something that I really enjoyed. And actually, this story ran 200... Or this, this comic run ran, went 290 issues. Um, so it's pretty good. It's from Archie. It's from Archie, which is pretty neat, and the art is like really cool. Um, I'll try and show you guys as best as I can. Make sure the program isn't screwing up. We're good. Okay. All right. So that's the comic. That's the cover. Very vintage art. Oh, I like that a lot. It's kind of that's it's, like Disney. That gives me Disney vibes. Right. It's like very. Okay. Okay. Ducktales. It's also kind of like if uh, SpongeBob had a comic book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking uh, like Chippendales. What did we do? Uh, what was yeah, the one yeah, that, yeah. that Chris that Gala read? Was it uh, was it Ren and Stimpy? Yes. <laughs> with the uh, Spider-Man and the French Toast uh, French Toast Scat Man and it crossover and like that's what the visuals look like for this. Um, but it's it's an interesting start. Uh, something that probably would not get away. It's. <laughs> It starts off with Dr. Robotic, and it, there's something hanging on the end of a rope. My dick. Close. It's Sonic. Yeah. But it's, it's like choking him. Wait, like lynching him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, your switch. Oh, All man. Right. That's I'll scary. show you, you that start visually. Wait, Dr. Robotnik, who's like a genius, it was just lynching him? He really is. But the swerve is, it's not actually him. It's a pinata because Dr. Robotnik sucks at what he does. That's okay, legit his okay, logic. Okay, okay, okay. But it was still, it's a weird visual to open up the story to. It's like, really? Yeah, man. This is how we're going to start this one? A pinata had fear in his eyes. <laughs> it did, and he smashes it to pieces, and there's can- one of his little, the crab robot thing, tries to offer him a caramel cream to kind of, you know... 
make them feel better. Yeah. Uh, what do they call? It? They call him your round, your roundness, or something like that. <laughs> oh, 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 circular one. That's what they call him. Oh, um, <laughs> it's pretty humorous, and he actually smashes one of the robots because the one of the robots. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, I don't know what the name of this specific robot is. I don't SWATBOT something SWATBOT reporting. Oh, for you, oh keeper of the blubber. That's what they call him. Uh, and he hands him this plant, and Bonnie's like, "Really, you bring me a plant? I hate plants." So he bashes the shit out of this robot, smashes it into the ground. Then he's like, "Oh, sir, this—it's a robot plant. It kind of like uh, it's like one of those. I think they're called like forget me nots, where they just kind of grow everywhere. And that's what this mechanical plant is is supposed to do. It wraps up the crab robot, and and Robotnik just kind of grabs it, and and as well as this this other bot, and just throws it in the robot disposal chute that he has. How convenient. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it goes to this underground village that they're a part that Sonic is a part of. It flashes that it's called Knothole. It's uh, they legit get to it from <laughs> like a, one of those tree like a tree stump. Yeah, oh, like wait, a, not Knothole. Knothole. Like it's a knot. Yeah, K N O T. Like a tree knot. Oh, like man. a knothole in a tree. Uh, but they're underground. It, gotcha. And there's all sorts of quir- like Sonic is very <sighs> he's very quirky. Well, you yeah. can tell he's got that cocky sense of humor that he's we've always kind of known him for. Is his does he? Remind you of like the way he was in the cartoon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, come on, Sally. It's about time I got to show my stuff. This comic book's still called Sonic the Hedgehog, isn't it? And he's all goofed up. They wait, show wait, him. Wait. So he was the first Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Uh, so they show him zipping. My zoom, dude, Sonic. And this this fox friend. I don't know what his name is. Tails. Um, no, it's not. It's not Tails. It's some other thing. Wait, they have another. Tails is in this book. Tails yeah. is in this book. But some other like furry animal lovey creature, uh, is wrapped up because he went out. He went outside of the stump. And he, he's in that plant, that that, that that mechanical plant. They got him. Sonic's messing with him, and um, he's like, "Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog never deserts a friend in need." But since there's none around right now, I might as well help you. Uh, that's what he tells this guy. So very like fun, like a Spider-Man, yeah, Deadpool type, uh, kind of break. And he, he does. This, ooh, Sonic spin. Sonic spin. Sonic, call, call Sonic broke uh, broke the wall a lot in the cartoon. He did, and yeah, this he is would like turn and look at the audience. He did. Yeah. I I have a couple of those on DVD, um, but yeah. So he does that. And he saves his friend and and whatever. Tails shows up. A lot of very funny humor. Like Tails walks up. He you know they they, they brought the the busted up. You all right? Mm-hmm. Am I boring you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm very tired. Okay. Um, so Sonic brings in the uh, uh, the busted up plants and, the, and Tails goes up to water it and stuff. It's just it, it's it's kind of wild, like kitty humor. Um, and Robotnik attacks and they fight all these like robot bees. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. And there's a second. Not th- the bees. Yeah. When Nicholas Cage shows up. <laughs> for the Nicholas Cage as Sonic the Hedgehog. Not uh, the bees. <laughs> I don't know why he's Jerry Seinfeld, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a good Jerry Seinfeld impression. Anyways, uh, so the second part of the book, there's a new carnival nude slash carnival. casino that opens up relatively close. And, and now you said nude. I said, yeah, you said nude carnival. Sure. I mean, the robots are practically nude. <laughs> okay. Um, so Sonic and the Freedom Fighters, that's what they all call them, they go to the casino, the casino night zone. So it's a reference to, I think it's like the second or third game, which is uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I hate that level, but. <laughs> it is what it is. So they go to the Robo Casino, and Sonic's just sitting up front for some Dr. Robotnik show, not expecting anything to happen, apparently. Um, and Robotnik hits him with this 
uh, what do they call it? Mace balls? <laughs> they're like the the little circular things. They got like little mace balls oh, like kind of floating around it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he pops Sonic in the head. Oh wow! Didn't see that coming. Um, and then he captures him in this little ball, and he runs him. Doctor Robotnik's plot is to run him through a pinball machine. <laughs> it was never very clear of Doc. Dr. Robotnik's endgame when it came to Sonic. It was never clear. Did he want to kill him? Did he want to harness his powers? Did right. he just want to, like, like, like skin, the movie, skin him and wear him like a furry and walk <laughs> around and fucking blow other dudes? Like, I don't know. What, <laughs> like, what was his, what was Dr. Well, Robotnik's endgame? Well, according to the, the, the movie there? commercials, the movie commercials, he wanted to harness his power. But for this, there's no real, it's like, He's just bad. He's just very bad at what he does. Okay, so the movie. Well, the movie kind of gave. Like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's clearly gave the commercial. Away, like, like, set, like yeah, he was it tells for, you right yeah. there. But, but like in the games and in fucking like, I think in the one it was like, like, oh no, Tails stubbed his toe. Fuck, here's Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> Gotta fight him. Like, <laughs> and like, and like he was just a dick. He just filled. It's like Gargamel. Robot. Yeah. Yes. The fuck did Gargamel want to do with the Smurfs? And Gargamel never won. Like he never, his plots no. never worked. And no. He, he literally made them a honey trap in Smurfette. Yeah. He made Smurfette and was like, "Hey, go, uh, go attract them for me." And it didn't yeah, work. he the Smurfs <laughs> were asexual, so it didn't work. They didn't have genitals. <laughs> they looked at this fine piece of blue ass, and they were just like, they looked down at their crotch, and it's like anything not a Smurfing thing down here. Mm. <laughs> I'm not popping a Smurf and Smurf. <laughs> Papa Smurf, what do you think of this? Not a Smurfing thing. Fucking Smurfs. <laughs> I like how you still cuss. They all sound the same. <laughs> they do. Um, so the last part, so actually Sonic breaks out magically. Crazy. How did that happen? He breaks out of this pinball ball and pinball machine and just, he blows up the circus. He goes, okay, bingo. B as in bomb, I as in inconspicuously placed, N as in nine seconds ago, G as in get to a safe distance, and O as in oh boy, here it comes. I and like that. It was pretty clever. Yeah, I like that a lot. pretty clever and witty. Yeah. And it blows up. Uh, his circus casino zone blows up. So, um, and that's... So, the casino, that was... That was in uh, that was in the first Sonic. You said that was like a Sonic two. I think it was two or three. Yeah. Because there was definitely ta- Tails was definitely like a side character in it. I vaguely remember a casino scene, but the thing that fucked me up more than anything were the water boards where you had to like grab a bubble, get a bubble, yeah, get a bubble, like, get a bubble. Water levels are the worst in every game. It's just the truth. It Not is. Mario. I like I like the the water levels in Mario. You don't have to get air bubbles though in those. No, yeah, you don't. You just swam. <laughs> it was great. Mario had un- un- I hated it because like I love like Son- I love Sonic because it was so fast, and then you hit those levels and it just slows the game right yes. down. I actually Sonic was too frantic for me. I like my video games to be like well paced or even and, like, thought okay. out. Yeah, going in gung ho like that just uh, couldn't do it. No. Yeah, because you go fast and you can jump far and you might land on something and lose all your rings. Yeah, and that's. I have anxiety, man. Yeah. So I mean, there's a couple little side art, like side, like back issue stuff, like back of the issue type things. Like there's an Ask Sonic where fan, like fans and kids used to write like letters, which I thought was really adorable. There's Sonic the Hedgehog and Fast Food, where he taught uh-huh. Chili Dogless a la Sonic, where he actually he goes, it literally says clip and save here, and I thought that was pretty adorable. But he actually like, oh, here's how you make a chili dog, like a chili dog, and he shows him eating it, and he actually gave like ingredients. To, to make a chili dog. It was pretty, actually it was, really cute. It was, it was pretty adorable. I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I think it's cool that it got uh, 
290 you know issues out of this run. I do remember in the early 2000s there was another Sonic the Hedgehog comic book because um, I was when was it Hills or Vix was open Niagara Falls and I went I got I used to where I used to get my first comic books from was that place and they had it and I was like oh this is the coolest thing. Um, it's cool when you see some one form of entertainment show up in another. Yeah. Right? When we all started seeing comic book movies, you know, comic books appear as movies, it was cool. Video games appear as comics, video games as movies. It's a really cool thing to kind of see stuff hit that mainstream level in a way. Yeah, it's nice seeing, like, a, a, a certain form of media in other, you know, other forms and stuff like that. Absolutely. And it's the whole, like... Like, yeah, it was a video game, but, you know, it becomes a comic book. It was a TV show eventually into a movie, and that's how I feel about, like, like a lot of, like, the Star Wars stuff yeah. right now. Like, the the whole thing, the rumor now is that there's going to be, like, a whole Yoda series that's eventually going to turn into a novel. It's going to go into his backstory, and then maybe down the road we're going to get a movie. Like, those are the channels that shit like that goes through. Yep. Like, you have to... You have to conquer these other like forms of media, and a lot of people don't know this, but like Mortal Kombat was a comic book, but uh, right. <clears throat> I right read a couple same, of issues. Yeah, after. yeah, so have I. It uh, was very well done. Uh, yeah, uh, I love the art for those. I love oh, the art yeah. for those. But like, but like Mortal Kombat, they had that whole like series between like Scorpion and Sub Zero, and it was before the movie even came out. Like yeah. this is what happens. The movie came out like four or five years after the first game, I think. Yeah. Three, three or four. <laughs> three, like three, like yeah. three or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, that's just how well, that's that's how these like forms of media go. It like starts slow, and then it builds up. Yeah. Uh, it's cool to watch stuff like that grow from yeah. the ground up. Yeah. Absolutely. And you man. always get the you always get those snobby fans too. Like, oh, I was a. <laughs> there was a couple like like I think when Deadpool came out, there's a couple of people like, oh, I was an OG Deadpool fan. You guys aren't a lot like you aren't a lot of like this. And stuff. Oh my god! And I can't stand people like that. Just be happy your things are in like mainstream media. That's all. That's that's. Uh, yeah. I agree with you on that. I hate yeah. snobby, snobby fans. Yeah, man. I, I I completely agree with you on that. The only thing that like bug bums me out is that. Everybody has to like cosplay as that thing now. Yes. Yeah, that's that the is... only. It's not the movies that do it for me. It's not the merchandise. It's the amount of cosplayers. Like Harley Quinn is so hot, and I love her. <laughs> it's been ruined for me. And I, I and I love all you strong, powerful women that have dressed up like Harley Quinn and did the laugh and walked around with a hammer and and maybe even got your boyfriend dressed up as Joker. Like, that's awesome. But when I go to conventions, <laughs> in all of you, I have a. <laughs> so my wife sells artwork. She's an, she's an artist, and we'll be at like Buffalo Comic Con, or we'll be in fucking Pittsburgh or some yeah. shit. And I always keep uh, like a bottle of whiskey or something with me, and we play a game, which is every time you see a Deadpool or a Harley Quinn, you do a shot. Well, we had to stop playing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went to a Halloween party once, and there was three people dressed up like Deadpool, and there was three couples who did the Harley Quinn Joker. Yeah. And it's like, oh. She, oh. she was his queen. And <laughs> it's like everyone's like, you know, don't domestic abuse. And that was like the most, like, that's a whole other layer I to we it. Can, we could go into yeah, that. We could go a whole other tangent. But, yeah, that's yeah. my book, Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. Very yeah, first comic awesome. issue. Yeah, and I thought it was a cool one to uh, explore. So, all right, who's next? Uh, I'll, I'll take, so since you're on the whole uh, video game into a comic book, I uh, I went with a uh, movie 
into a comic book. Okay. This just came out a few months ago. This is Death to the Army of Darkness. And Greg, I think maybe you mentioned this on I the did. show a couple uh, a couple shows ago. Just yes. you mentioned, yeah. So this is the first issue. Uh, I don't have issue two yet, but this is actually a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy the artwork in this. The writing is well. I. Uh, Unfortunately, it's uh, and I'll, I'll I'll get to this in a minute, but oh, it's that's sharp. Uh, I yeah, like that. I, yeah, that's good artwork, right? Uh, it kind of feels like a lazier version of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. Uh, the show starts in ancient Egypt with uh, these deadites. Uh, they have Ash upside down. They're gonna sacrifice him. They're everybody's monologuing because why wouldn't a deadite monologue? First off. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, second off, this is uh, this is this takes place right after the Army of Darkness movie, so Ash is still young. He's working at S Smart. Uh, so it, it goes from the first scene where Ash is being hung upside down by these dead ice. They're gonna sacrifice him, and then it actually goes into I guess like the whole. It doesn't show like uh, three weeks earlier or anything like that. It just kind of jumps into it. Ash is working at S-Smart. He's missing a hand. He explains to this little kid that he had to lob it off because it came became possessed. Uh, next, later on, after... Oh, Ash turns down a promotion because he's like, that sounds like a lot of responsibilities. Uh, if, you want, if you're passing out raises, I'll gladly take the raise. Uh, but he doesn't want the promotion. He turns that down. Now, uh, Greg, you know where Ash works at this point of time in his life, right? Yeah, you just said it. What is it? S-Smart. Did, did I say it? Shop smart. Shop S-Smart. Yeah, that's right. Shit, damn it. <laughs> right. You said it twice. Uh, yeah, okay. The next scene, he's at a laundromat. He's spitting game on this this fine blonde piece of ass, and then what happens to her? She turns into a deadite. She tries to kill him. She fucks him up. Uh, Ash eventually kills her. The deadite says something about, like, others will follow. I will be avenged. And he does the get some, kills her with the boomstick. I love that Ash is always in like this like bluish denim dress shirt with brown pants. He yeah. never changes. It's a nice combo. It's like a superhero outfit. And it works for him. Later on, Ash is at a, uh, let's see, what university is he in? He's actually at a community college because uh, Harvard and Stanford, they laughed at him. He has the Necronomicon, and his whole thing is, I have to get somebody to read some spells from this Necronomicon to wash me of it because I'm sick of this shit. Ash is just fucking over it. He's like, I don't want to deal with this stuff anymore. He's like, I, <clears throat> the damn thing's impossible to destroy. I've tried fire, acid, even a wood chipper. And every time it just heals, heals up good as new. And this, uh, he's going along with this professor. The professor is like one of those like long-haired Lucius Malfoy-looking nerds. <laughs> uh <clears throat> And he's like, oh, from the writing of this book, it's thousands of years old. Why would you ever want to destroy it? It's priceless. And Ash just explains, like, there is a fucking price, all right. Uh, so the the professor, he, he, like I said, he's at a community college. He's not, like, a really good professor. So <laughs> just like... It just like the bumbling idiot that Ash Williams is when in the TV show Ash vs. Evil Dead, he accidentally conjured the dead the deadite uh, Ruby, who is, a, if you watch the show, is a, is a demon from the show, who is played by uh, Lucy, Lucy Lawless. Uh, uh, but uh, Ash accidentally, like, 
invokes all the deadites and stuff in the show because he's showing off to a chick. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you want to talk about poetry, babe? I'll show you poetry. And in his trailer in the middle of like smoking weed and chugging 40s, he <laughs> he pulls out the Necronomicon and starts reading from it. And of course, he blacks out. He doesn't remember what happened. And Dead Eyes show up and shit like that. Well, here in this comic book, it's kind of like a retelling of it. Uh, it's uh, The professor is just like, uh, let's see, let's see. My Sumerian is a tad rusty, but if I'm reading this correctly, it says, The soul who first reads from the book is bound to it until it's death or theirs. Uh, and then uh, eventually Ash is just like, well, then you start reading, I'll start drinking. We'll meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, the professor uh, is reading on... Uh, Itubi, Aspu, Nishka, Naga, Alka. And then eventually... What do you think happens, huh? They might show up in our studio because huh? you just summoned them. Dude, that would be fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Old, uh, uh, well, the Necronomicon, it was a big kaboom, right? The Necronomicon actually starts talking to Ash. Now, this I really like. I like when the Necronomicon uh, talks and they make it like a character. Uh and uh, so Ash and the book start going on back and <laughs> forth with like banter, which is just hilarious to think that like Ash is gonna like get into like this uh, just a fight with a book. Uh, so Ash pulls out his chainsaw to rev it up. Next thing you know, oh shit, that professor turned into a deadite. Big fucking surprise. <laughs> so. Uh, he's fighting the Deadite. Deadite's getting the upper hand, and then out of nowhere, like there's a shadow of an arm reaches in and pulls. Uh, the professor has a lot of cool like trinkets and stuff. There's like a, a mask from an island with swords behind it. Oh yeah, you see like a silhouette of a of an arm reach up for one of these machetes and lobs off the professor's hands, who's a Deadite. And uh, Ash realizes that it's him, but as a chick. <laughs> So, and this kind of reaches, like, that whole, like, Deadpool thing where there's multiple Deadpools. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, so there's Chick Ash, and he's like, sweet Jesus, I'm a girl, and I'm smoking hot. <laughs> and the, the chick is just like Ash. She's like, yeah, too bad. It's Demon Killers versus a one-handed bookworm. That shouldn't be much of a, and then more Deadites show up. Uh, and then, uh... Ash grabs his chainsaw, but his chainsaw curls up and starts talking to him, and is going, "Yeah, yeah, rev me up, rev me up." And Ash is like, "Whoa, what is going on?" He's like, "Come on, let's go, let's get some heads, baby." And then next thing you know, Ash is surrounded by a dog that's Ash, a mini fucking weird version of him who I think might be one of the little guys from mm-hmm. the Army of Darkness that survived, that uh, if you've seen... Everyone's seen the movie. Uh, there's a skeleton version of Ash, and then you got the hot chick version of Ash. And that's where this leaves off. Now, <laughs> That's awesome, actually. Yeah, this is absolutely great. So since this is out right now, and it's so much fun, I highly recommend that you go to your local, your local comic book store, not Whoa. the fucking internet. Uh, go to your local <laughs> comic book store, pick up Death to Army of Darkness. This is issue one. Issue two, uh, I will get my hands on, and I will review sooner than later on the show. That's cool. You literally, while you're reading that, I was like, man, you know what? I'd be totally cool with like an Army of Darkness cartoon. That'd be a way to keep Bruce Campbell around doing it, have him do the voice yeah, and not have be to great. be physical. And well, that was his whole thing. He uh, he got sick of being 
covered in blood and poo and give me like a Rick and Morty esque Army of Darkness. If you go, oh, that'd yeah, be great. Um, <laughs> if you go back and watch Army of Darkness, uh, and especially part two, uh, uh, Evil Dead, Dead Part Two, Evil Dead, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but Evil Dead Two in Army of Darkness, Bruce Campbell does pretty much all the stunts. Yes. And he throws himself around, and I know he's in a lot of pain right now, and it's from those movies. That's one of my favorite scene in in two is when he's fighting his hand, and he's all over the room in that scene. They actually a lot of uh, film professors in school they show uh, Evil Dead Part Two, do to they the, to the classes because it's not so much. No, actually, it, it is the acting. It's. Uh, the whole thing is, like, look at Bruce Campbell. Look at the control he has over his body. You forget that, like, in, like, it's hokey, and he turns into a Looney Tunes character mm-hmm. at times. But the the, uh, the fact that he's fighting his hand and he's making it convincing. Yeah. That's unmatched. It's, it's little, it's, I, like, still think about it, and, like, the moose starts laughing, and it's such a good scene, but it, it's so believable he's going nuts. Right. And it, it was one of the things like Evil Dead 2 I wasn't a huge horror person for a while I, I actually like didn't it scared me more than me actually like enjoying not everyone's it. perfect and I saw Evil Dead 2 and I was like oh man now I got to find other stuff like this and that's when I started digging and and started like finding stuff I really liked I think I saw Cabin in the Woods I was like there you go. man and I like it was after that Halloween I was scarred and then I slowly got back into <laughs> to movies again I was like man but that was Evil Dead 2 was the one that like pulled me back into okay maybe there's stuff in the genre that I can like yeah I and the other thing too about this and I know I mentioned I'm saying it again the artwork is so yes. cool yeah it's Very gorgeous cool. that's important that's important for me as I've gotten older in age like good artwork is gonna suck me in to to a book uh, I'm not the biggest fan of everything like there's way more comics out there that I'm interested in but a cool artwork will I'll give it a chance I'll give it a chance especially a cool cover so all right Greg Mr. I, main event we like somehow had a theme I'm covering a, a TV show that became a comic book so I love that's it. pretty look cool at that. All right. look at us go we're, look we're at look, us I know Hey guys, that's our chemistry. Who would have who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, and I did listen, and this not comic me. not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard! What? <laughs> this comic is a Boom Studios comic, which is the the com- uh, studio that's pumping out Berserker by Keanu Reeves. Yeah, man. So they make Power Rangers. That is like Boom Studios' big thing right now as they did the Shattered Grid um, and a bunch of the different Power Rangers comics, and I am covering Ranger Slayer, which is all about Kimberly Hart, our favorite pink ranger. Mm-mm-mm. And she is in a super... I'll show you the Wait, cover. Amy Jo Johnson or the new one? It's supposed to be Amy Jo Johnson, but I don't really... All right, it's, I cool. Think. it's cool either way. Wear her like a hockey mask. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Greg, that did wasn't directed towards you. That did wasn't, the microphone pick Greg, that wasn't directed yeah, towards totally you did. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually technically married to an Amy Johnson, even though it's not Amy Joe Johnson. So, you know. This is the suit. <laughs> it's, Greg's like, like, screw it. You're, a very cool, different suit. I like the, I like the black the with black, the black, and she's got a cape. Um, I like that a lot. I like the shit coming off the helmet. Yeah. It's real. It's super cool suit. So she was – the story of this – Ranger Slayer, she actually was mind-controlled by Lord Draken, which was an evil version of Tommy Oliver. Yes, Lord Draken is an incredible character. So so this picks up where that left off. Oh, okay. Um, 
and she went around. Is Laura Dragon dead at this point? Yes. Okay. So she just came back to the world that she was from with Draken. Um She actually traveled around some of the other different universes through the grid and realized he had her under a spell and she was never actually evil. Um, but she still is the Ranger Slayer known for killing rangers. Um, but it, it starts off with her in a field realizing she's home. And she's outside of one of, you know, Lord Draken's army is still standing. Right. Um, and they have, their suits are so cool. They have like the military uh, mastodon suits. There's They're the not bodies. saber tooth suits. It's awesome. They're, yeah. And they're all over the place, um, and they are manning. And all of a sudden, you hear everyone get down, and you think it's because she's pointing her bow, but there are these suit, uh, these like ranger suits coming out at them with green visors. They're the Red Ranger, whatever different different rangers, but they have green visors and green like their hands are green claws, and they look like ghosts or zombies. Oh, nice! And they are charging, and that's when she starts screaming and. Kimberly actually jumps out and takes down all of these spirit rangers, um, and they actually are sentient. They said so. The ranger, t- uh, ranger slayer returns. The master must be told. Mm. Um, and she takes her helmet off, and you know one of the mastodon sentries pulls his helmet off and says, "I'm going to tell you know the the master at once that you're back. Like we're so glad you're here." And she kind of just like shrugs him off, and she tells him, "Don't go back." leave this place, take off that suit, and get out of here. Yeah. Like, don't say anything about me. Don't go back to your master. Um, what you're doing is wrong. And she walks away. Um, and it cuts over to Finster 5, who is a mixture between Finster and Alpha. <laughs> and he is working on something very special, um, a new project. And Command- Commander Scorpina, who has taken over Ooh. for Draken, um, comes in. And it's revealed that the Ranger Slayer is back, and she says we have to get the Ranger Slayer at once and find out why she's here. Uh, but Kimberly goes to the Mastodon safe house, or the home of the Coinless, which is where all the Rangers are that no longer have their suits. So it's Zach, Trini, um, oh. Adam, and my favorite, Bulk, which is super cool. <laughs> and he is like a bearded, muscular Bulk. He's got like the full Juggernaut suit on from like, like a military Juggernaut suit. He looks awesome. Dude, dude, those, those visuals cool. are insane. It's a gorgeous comic. Wait, wait, uh, dude, that's I'm actually really happy that Bulk is like used like this. He's so cool. When I was in uh, fifth grade, a buddy and I, he's actually the Pennsylvania State representative right now. Oh, really? We were big Power Rangers fans, and we wrote up uh, our own like Power Rangers fan fiction, and it was. Uh, Bulk was accidentally turned into like the next, like Green Ranger. That's cool. That Lord Zed and Rita, yeah. And it's just like this, like, like buff fat dude fucking up all the Rangers. <laughs> they gave him and Skull scoot suits in the comics, but it was like totally a joke. They were yeah. like the Warthog Ranger and something else, and but it was cool. But I, that, that actually makes me really happy. He's, he looks awesome, man. Like he, he looks like uh, <sighs> Kevin Smith from that movie Becky that just came out. I've heard that's good. Um, <laughs> we'll continue. Uh, so Kimberly Sorry. is... So you're good. I, I get good on rabbit holes too. Kimberly is like pleading with the coin list to bring her back and telling her like, look, I was mind controlled. That's not me. And yeah. Like, no, like we can't. And Bulk is actually the one who steps up and says, this is your friend. You're going to accept her back. We need her. And they all kind of like listen to what she has to say. And he, ex- she explains about the spirits. Um, and finally, like, they're like, all right, fine, you can come with us. 
um, because whatever this thing is is bad. And they actually go back to the base, and there's these spirit sentries all over the place, um, just walking around like they're just they're just rangers with like green coming off of them. And she goes, "Don't worry, I didn't come alone." And she has a Zord herself that she's letting Bulk drive, <laughs> and he's just geeking out. Um, and they land in as the cover to distract them. Uh, and, it, and it's revealed the person bringing these back is actually Rita Repulsa's ghost. Oh. And she has been resurrected by Trini because Trini wanted to use her to get rid of Draken's forces once and for all and to make everything right. Yeah. Um, and, of course, obviously Rita turned on them and ends up... <laughs> destroying everything this is a longer book too so rita becomes the new bad yeah awesome and she's she looks evil and she summons a giant like ghost goldar that actually destroys the zord and like rips its head straight off jesus um and they, i like when goldar is taken seriously too because he was a joke looking. in the tv show he looks terrifying Bo- in this version <laughs> <laughs> But it's they so they actually lose the and they you go sounded back. like Taylor Swift for a second. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Taylor Swift. They like lose and and now they're kind of yelling at Trini for doing this. Like, what were you thinking? Um, but Kimberly has a plan, and she says you're not gonna like it. But or no, sorry, Zach actually has the plan, uh, and they actually storm Scorpina's castle, and. Um, basically start like pleading for an audience with her saying we need to work together like don't you realize like we're all gonna die like that these creatures don't pick sides like it's coming for all of us and if you kill us you don't have anybody um and she scorpina says execute the ranger slayer and the red ranger sentries the leader of them actually says sentries hold fast don't kill her they're listening we need to work together um and Sir Scorpina agrees, and they join together to fight Rita. And the Red Ranger sentry is none other than Skull, which is super <laughs> cool. What? what a yeah, I was waiting for Skull to show up. He's the All leader right. of the Red Ranger sentry, so there's this awesome scene where he's like back-to-back with Bulk, and they're fighting together, and they're like, it's so good to be back Dude, and together. all you need is a suit. You don't even have to know how to fight. So cool. Yeah. And um, Aisha is one of the the yellows. Um, yellow sentries and she actually saves Adam. She uh, doesn't get enough love. No. Nope. Aisha was actually like everybody's like uh, oh my first crush is the pink ranger blah 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 blah. Dude Aisha was my girl. She was an awesome was yellow awesome. ranger too. I and think, she was a babe. I think like she gets overshadowed by Trini especially after Trini passed like I think she doesn't get the love she should. Trini was also in one of the worst movies ever. I. <laughs> uh, the Crow City of Angels. I have oh, I had the PS one game for that. And I don't want to talk about it. Um but yeah, so there's this awesome fight and Bless like your heart. Trini and Scorpina are fighting side by side with each other. Um and they they don't have a way to take down Goldar, but Finster has some that project he's been working on and a giant dragon zord mixed with Lord Zed's body busts out of the freaking ground what? and starts fighting Goldar. Um, and, it, and it eventually leads to them taking Rita down, and that is the end. And um, they they go, okay, like we need to. Are we going to go back to fighting now? And they said, no, we need the blood on our hands needs to be wiped cleaned. Um, we need a new leader to take over for Draken. We need to show people we are together, and we need to stop this fighting. 
and a new queen is named and Scorpina says fine like let her take the well she takes the throne we'll keep planning so there's there's more issues of this but you have this awesome Trini in this super cool like new sentry armor which I love oh she thick but look at this pink ranger armor that's pretty dope. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, super that's really cool. cool. I feel... Because uh, so, the, they had the most recent Power Rangers game. was like a fighting Yeah, one. they added, I feel like that suit was in there. Oh, they might have. I it know the Ranger have. Slayer was in there. Because okay. she's a super... Like, it became a super cool character. Yeah. So now, my thing is, these comic books are incredible. <sighs> and a lot of the fan stuff is incredible. Like yes. little films and stuff like that. Uh, this is very adult. I mean, they're not teens anymore. No. They've all grown up. Why is it that we have not had, and that movie came out, why is it that we have not had this adult theme yet? Seriously. Now, Tommy's Tommy's in his 40s now. Let's do this. Let's give us fucking, the Shattered Grid. I think give it's us, a great yeah, storyline. Yes, give us the show. Put it on fucking Netflix. It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to it, like just just you it can, can be make PG thirteen yeah. 15, 15 minute episodes just like an adult yeah. swim thing. Just give me like a couple hours. Like come on, man, let's let's do it this. It could be great. I uh, and this was still like cheesy, and it was the right yes. type of cheesy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now and I know that the first Red Ranger, uh, Jason, I Austin Saint yeah. John, Austin, Austin, he came back to the show. Yeah, he uh, did, and he reprised his role as a the bunch Red of Ranger. Them have. Yeah, but it's so weird because you see him with all the boat. Like you know, he was got a call from the agent that he was going to do the show, and he was like, "Oh, this is amazing, awesome!" So he went and got like Botox, <laughs> like right before they started filming. You could see it in his face. He <laughs> yeah. just. Got the boat. He did a couple indie he wrestling a, bookings too. I know, <laughs> I know. He does a lot of cons, uh, but I, I don't think him and Jason David Frank get along. No. They don't get along because Jason David Frank stole the like all, 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 all yeah. the fucking thunder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, uh, you know, like when Orton was supposed to be the thing, and then it ended up being Batista. Yeah. Like, right. Like, you know, but obviously those guys get along. But uh, yeah. fucking like it's kind of like that where like. No one gave a shit about the Red Ranger anymore. He didn't have yeah. a gold shield. <laughs> no, that's 100%. He didn't have a flute. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a fucking flute that he could play through his helmet. Uh, like, dude, why? So he came back, and he's he's fat, and he's loaded with Botox. But then as soon as he morphed, suit was clean. Dude, like, felt. They've, and I'm surprised because they've had... You know, Jason David Frank on there a bunch. They actually got, like, the Time Force Rangers. They've had a bunch of people. I want Justin back from Turbo. Okay. Gosh, Justin's probably, like, <laughs> adult I, actually would fit in his suit now. <laughs> I got out of it when Turbo became Turbo a Turbo was the last oh, one I, I paid attention to. Yeah, I that's... Watched I, it got too wild after that. season up to RPM. I did get into Samurai for, uh, for I want to say, like, how many seasons was Samurai? I, I, I watched, 10? like, a whole season. Ten like, seasons? Ten seasons. They're of they're at like no. See, Samurai might have been ten. It was only one season. Sorry, oh. I thought you said how many. What season was? Samurai. Okay, so I did actually watch the whole season yeah. of Samurai. My Samurai brother got into sweet. it right when I after I did. So I went from Mighty Morphin. Uh, Zio was pretty cool. I love Zio. The opening song was awesome. Uh, Turbo uh, Space was. Yep. I kind of started to phase space. out, even though I did like their their Morphin theme. See, I so with I the, watched with the, with the all phone of those. with the phone. Yes, three, three, five. Blah, blah. Rangers <laughs> in space. Yeah, I watched all of it though. I watched all the way up to RPM, which I think stopped when I was in like high school in 2010. Okay. 
because I, I just loved it. I loved Power Rangers. It was something like I, I watched Common Rider Can and stuff talk like about that too. How but... fucking good the Power Rangers toys were. Yes. I, so so good. we need to do a comic like a toy episode I, soon. I have a cool story Dude, that, about the, specifically the, the, the Power Rangers. So when the uh, specifically the Power Rangers toys, when the Megazord came out, mm-hmm. the like the Megazord figure, my older brother Mark, who's on the show, uh, who's been on Squad Wipe or who's on Squad Wipe with me and stuff, he had cancer as a kid. He had leukemia, and my mom, his, what he wanted for Christmas that year was that Megazord. So my mom went to Toys R Us in the crazy lines and actually grabbed the toy. Um, and these people there passed her to the front of the line. And the toy story, uh, the, the, the cashier working at the toy store paid for it because she was hysterical. Really? She was like, I'm just trying to get back to my son, blah, blah, blah. Aww. And they paid for the toy. And we still had that up until a few years ago. Like, Oh, man. So such a cool thing. But like, That's awesome. So that made me love Power Rangers even more when I heard yeah. that story because that piece is like part of my childhood. Right, right. And now my brother's big and an idiot. And so he's fine. So it's a happy story. <laughs> So I had to, that's that's actually the toys really that's really wild I that, the that white, was your oh go ahead man no I, I said the white <laughs> sa, the white saba sword yeah. it was taught I think oh, it talked yeah. a little bit uh, I had the when that's the, really expensive now yes. yeah I tried to find it because I'm trying to like all these like childhood memory like toys that I really enjoyed I'm trying to find them that's what I've been doing with the board games I'm trying to do it with some of the toys I had the whole so blaster expensive. set that like all pieces went together to make the giant blaster and now it's like no I no had way. <laughs> the when the first movie came out I had that sword yep uh, I never got the falcon sword to slap on the back but it was the coolest okay. thing to be able to put it together. Um, Oh, that was Beetle. That was something else. That was Beetleborgs. But, um, Big dude, I absolutely in love with uh, with the toys. We could. We need to do it. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't mind taking a break from comic books one of these weeks and just doing a straight up comic book toys I'm, I'm discussion. There's it's so been a while. Toys. Because that was one of our higher when we did uh, we did the the ads. Yeah. We had a lot of we read high regards in that. We did. We looked back to old comic book ads, and we were just reading them off and talking about them. And that was one of our, like, we That's had a lot of compliments really cool. on that. There's a cool, and I think right now, like, there's a chance with, with Doom being so heavy in um, Marvel, one of the coolest set of toys was Secret Wars. And uh, so going back and Let's looking recap at those it. toys. Yeah. Oh. What's, what, I mean, we could do that. We can, to break up, I mean, I love reading comic books. We're doing great. We're on fire right now. Fire. Why not break up the monotony a little bit? I'm, I'm we could do a toys. special toy like off, like toy discussion. Right, so or something. Like, yeah, let's ask our listeners. Do you guys want us to go down into uh, a rabbit hole of toys? Maybe like uh, I think that something like that should be a two week thing, Matt. Maybe two, even oh. three weeks. We could even take a whole month and talk month. about this uh, because God knows that I'm not going to want to talk about a bunch of toys <laughs> in one sitting. I'm going to sit here and talk about 45 minutes about my one fucking favorite toy. <laughs> That I wouldn't let any of you cocksuckers touch. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. We could talk. We could do a week that's just Power Rangers toys. We could do a week that's week just Star Rangers, Wars toys. Week Easy. of Star Wars, Marvel, Easy. DC, Transformers. Yeah, so yeah. Get, get back at us. Oh, Give us some feedback. Uh, you guys listen to this episode. Hit us up on our social media. I'll do a poll. Just, I'll do one of those Facebook reaction yeah. polls. We can let the listeners pick the first toy we talk about, toy brand. Or do you not want us to talk about it at all? Yeah. 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 Let us know, though. It's important. <laughs> it's Screw scary. you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, everybody. There you go. Some more comic books, some more news, and some more, uh, you know, some more fun. That's what we like to have here. Thank you so much for actually a wonderful month of viewership. Um, our network is alive and kicking, and I'm very, very excited for our future. So thank you for your support. On behalf of Micah, Greg, and I, 
Yeah, it's getting nuts. <laughs> Taylor Swift, how'd you get back here? <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's my pussy. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.